This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this podcast is sponsored by Empower Your Reality. Empower Your Reality is a company that I founded that is going to be transforming the world. Um, it's a conscious-based online school, and we also offer one-on-one coaching, group coaching, multiple online classes, online retreats, in-person, eventually it's going to be coming out. Um, we also have a line of books that we do. Right now, they're only being written by me, but eventually we're going to be adding other people onto the publishing site so that we will be publishing their books, and we look for specific authors to help us on our journey as we go through this. You can find out more information and follow us on at empoweryourreality.com where you can get copies of a book uh, first few chapters for free and so much more so go check that out at empoweryourreality.com thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show 
What up, guys? Dr. Vic here, and it's another week of an amazing interview that I had the distinct honor and pleasure of having. Um, each week, we share someone that we connect with, someone that we can find to help in the mindful experiment dilemma. This is a more of a universal experiment, so we're always picking and choosing individuals. And this week, I had a great time. This is a really more of a laid-back podcast. It's going to be a lot of good stuff. You're going to get, you know, during the, the COVID crisis, you're going to learn about some tips and tricks on relationships as I'm speaking to someone who is a relationship and spiritual life coach. I had the honor of speaking with Lewis Morris, and, and we had such a great time chatting. It was really, It's a very nice laid-back conversation, and literally, you would think we had this planned, and it was just us sitting back, relaxing, and talking, and just sharing. I'm sharing my personal story. He's sharing his, his advice on things, and it was really, really great. To give you a little bit of a background, Lewis is helping people who want to have it all in their relationship. He's been giving advice to family and friends since he was a teenager. He dreamed of helping so many others so that in 2018, he received his life coaching certification. Lewis focuses on effective communication, affection, being fascinated or fascinating and fascinated by your partner. Lewis offers straight talk and insightful advice on all these issues and more. Lewis also provides answers and solutions for spiritual questions. His work is all about improving people's lives from the inside out and helping clients and listeners start living the life of their dreams one step at a time. He offers coaching and other resources like his podcast, online blog, and books, and so much more. By the Heart Matters by Lewis Morris. This is a very nice, you'll see it, straight talk, straightforward, no BS, raw, real things that you can start to use and apply in your life. And I hope you enjoy some of the personal stories I bring to the table also as I get to share with you guys a wonderful interview I had with Lewis Morris. Lewis, welcome to the show. Hey, Vic. How are you? Everything good? Everything's going good. We're in some crazy times right now, man. But, uh, and, uh, but I think anytime there's craziness, it's always a good time to um, – redevelop or re-see or, or find new things about yourself during those times. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I always say, like, when it comes to, like, if you think about orange juice, when you squeeze an orange, you, you get to see what's on the inside, which is orange juice, right? Grapefruit, yeah. lime, lemon, the whole night, all those things do the same thing, right? Lemon juice gives you, le lemons give you lemon juice. But we have to go through crazy times, I think, in life, because if we don't do that, um, you don't really get to see what's really in you. What do you have to work on? What's the things that are, you know, not, like you've not, you got to fine tune it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my teachers uh, taught me that years ago. He said that uh, because uh, he was asked a question, you know, he used to get asked a question a lot because he used to be a teacher in a, in a, in a religious school. So he was asked why God allows bad things to happen. Right. And he would always tell the people because by opposites, things are known. If you don't if you don't have evil, you you, you can't know good because there is no distinction. You know, what I'm saying because you haven't seen evil before, you know, what I'm saying so this is this is what that entails in order for us to know what good we want to do what good we want to bring to the world and like that we have to understand that there is evil in the world that we need to combat you you understand what i'm saying there's evil that we need to deal with you know what i'm saying in order to get rid of it there's another saying from uh, a modern scholar where he said 
and I didn't figure this out. It took me like nine times. I read this like nine times before I figured it out. He said, evil has increased and so has good. Now, I, when I first read it, I said, this has to be an oxymoron. But when I read the preceding paragraph and the paragraph that followed over and over again, I read it about nine and 10 times. I understood what he was saying. What he was saying was, is that evil has increased, but if the people who want good, right, increase in doing good, then the good will increase. You see? Totally. <laughs> it's great, man. It's great. I love that. It's it, it, it's 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 one of the things about like the law of duality, where you know the opposite. You know, there's polarization in the universe. There's all the you know opposites. So if there's one situation here, there's a polar opposite situation there, and it's one of the ways that the universe keeps everything in balance, right? Keeps it's like it checks and balances. You get the energy or the it always has to be at a certain level. So if there's great, bad increasing, there has to be good countering that to keep everything in balance because the universe always does nature always does and everything else does in the, in the same situation. And so I love that. I love that whole concept. And a lot of people sometimes may not, it's hard to grasp when you think about it at first, but when you, when you understand some of the deeper principles and so forth, it's like, Oh yeah, no, no kidding. That's how it should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, in today's era, we're seeing tons of stuff like this. You know, we got a virus around that's just uh, affecting uh, the lives of many, even if it's not the the health, it's 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 the you know people have to shut down businesses. Kids are either they're 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 not going to school or they're doing hybrid now. But back then, when it all started, no kids were going to school. Sports were shut down, and it was one of the things where you know it's like, man, what's going on? This isn't good. This is bad. This is not you know our whole world has been turned upside down. Mm -hmm. but you can look at it from that perspective, but like the law of duality is, you can also see a different perspective. Yeah. There's a, uh, one of the, uh, one of the good things that come out of it is that you, you get a chance to be around family more. And this is something that I, that I looked at when it first hit, like back in March, you know, and I saw a lot of Instagram posts, with people in in their homes, you know, mainly celebrities, but they were in their homes and they were always doing like these entertaining things. They were playing games, they were dancing together, they were cooking together, you know what I'm saying? They were just doing things where they were spending time together that was quality time, you know? And uh, I still see videos like that, you know what I'm saying, on Instagram and stuff like that, where families just sit around and they play games and stuff like that just to be, you know, just to have fun with one another. So there's, you know, there's benefits in it. You know, we just have to find them. So true. I think the dog is one of the best if you own a dog. To be honest. <laughs> I really do because you think about it, you're not, you're not working, you're working from home, if anything, or if you're not working. And I, in my neighborhood, I, I can't believe how many people I started seeing walking. And yeah. then I said, man, whose dog's that? I never see that dog walking around. And then my wife and I were like, we're the walkers around here. We walk at twice a day. I'm like, we know what dogs wear, who owns what dog. I mean, because you just see people so many times. Yeah. And I was like, who's this? Who's that? But think about it. They, they got their family around more. They got to connect with them more. I think the dogs won best out of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, the, see the, the, the downside is that when you go, when the family goes back to work and school, then the dog's going to be like depressed because... <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna oh, yeah. miss. They're gonna miss that. You know, and people don't. Some people don't understand how sensitive animals are. 
you know what I'm saying? They they really are, you know what I'm saying, pretty sensitive to stuff like that. So when people go back and start leaving the house regularly again, then the dog's just going to be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. Like, we'll have a long weekend, and if it's four or five days, and uh, then all of a sudden we got to go back to the office the next day, and our dog will be just like, like kind of, you can see the stress in his eyes, like, where are you guys going? Where are we going? Yeah. Where are we going? Let's yeah, go. Where are we right. going? Yeah. And it's like, no, bud, you got to stay. And he's like, what do you mean stay? I ain't staying. Uh-uh, where are we going? We, this, I'm not staying home. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, there's that, but what, one of the things, too, is like with all this stuff, there's always been a lot of, um, you know, stress put on. I've seen in relationships. I've seen it in, with kids. I've seen it in a lot of different realms. And I know you got some great uh, advice and wisdom that you can share to the listeners. But, you know, when it comes to, would you agree that, the, like dealing with this hardship, would you say that this is bringing out more issues and relationships that already existed? Um, possibly, but it it also it's also bringing new wrinkles because uh, there's an old saying, and I'm I know you've heard it that absence makes the heart grow fonder. So when a couple, you know, what I'm saying neither one of them is going out anywhere they have to stay at home their jobs are at home now they're constantly together because they're not they're not going out to work so that brings a new wrinkle to the relationship now there may have been some pre-existing problems but that is another issue in itself where the two are constantly in each other's face and what I what I said uh, a while ago, I think I wrote a blog about it as well, that you have to create some distance. Even during COVID, you know, even if, you know, one of, the, one of the people just go out for a drive or go out for a walk or walk the dog or, you know, go to separate rooms, there has to be some distance on a daily basis uh, to deal with that particular issue. Now, as far as the 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 pre-existing issues that's uh that's another that's another talk in itself however communication is or lack of communication is always a big problem in relationships when issues start to pop up either people stop communicating totally they stop talking or they start talking ineffectively meaning they start talking at each other instead of to each other, you know? So, because most issues can be worked out in a relationship. Now there's some things that are, that are irreconcilable. You know, I have a couple, um, you know, of my own, you know, if my girl, you know, the person I'm with or my wife or what she does that, then there's no coming back from that. But there are certain things that don't fit that bill that can be worked out with uh, conversation and consultation and certain uh, actions that the two people take in order to mend what is fractured. So that's the stuff that I deal with because I, I don't deal with dating. I deal with people that are already together that are having some problems that, uh, that they want to work out. You know what I'm saying? Totally. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, it certain it can it can be difficult during COVID, but there are ways to work around it. And one of them is the first one that I mentioned is that there's got to be some distance 
with the two people on a daily basis so that they're not always in each other's face. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, because one of the things I was thinking of is that, like, sometimes, you know, let's say there's a relationship and you got a pressing issue and you're trying to avoid it and you're just waiting for time to pass or you're waiting for whatever to happen. And then maybe you're going to eventually address it, hopefully. Um, and now all of a sudden with COVID, like you said, you're in the face all the time. How can you have that break? How can you have that time, right? To maybe you want to get to gather your thoughts. Maybe you, before you say something, you want to slow it down a little bit. But, you know, let me just let me step away. Let me get away a little bit here. And again, it comes to what you were just giving as advice. Um, but that's kind of my, my my thought process with that. And it's it's been interesting too because um, my wife and I we work in the office together. And it's funny how like back in July, June, July, um, a lot of people that were working from home, they're like, "How do you guys do it? Like, how do you guys? You're working with each other all day." And I'm like, yeah, we're with each other most of the time. Um, and they're like, how, how we, I, I've been with my husband in my same household for two weeks and I want to kill him already. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, here I go. This is all I go. I would love to say that her and I just have it beautiful and everything works well. And we handle that. I said, but the truth is I hardly see her when I'm in the office. Cause I'm the doctor. She works the front desk area. I'm hardly ever up front. And so I'm like, technically we are working two different jobs and we literally recap at the end of the day. I'm like, how was your day? Cause I want to know i know how my day went but i don't know what her experience was and vice versa mm, that's excellent so that's that's exactly what i was mentioning in the beginning that there's distance there although you guys are in the same building you barely see each other because yep. you're in separate parts of the building totally. you know what i'm saying so when you get together you st you have something new to talk about because her experience in her part of the building is different from yours in the other part. And this is something that needs to exist, you know, in relationships, you know what I'm saying? Especially during COVID, there has to be some distance, some time apart so that people will have something fresh and new to talk about and, and things of that nature. And there are other elements to it, but don't, that's one of the main things. If you're always together, that that can be really problematic. How about with, you know, sometimes I see this and I hear it like you have kids and, you know, is there a trade off for uh, like what kind of advice would you give? Like, you know, when it comes to, you know, is it the same thing where like, hey, you know what? I got the kids. You go do your yes. own thing. Reset. And yes. then when you're done, come back because I need a reset now. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the, exactly. It's the same thing. But. Um, you see, you see the cooperation there. That's, that's part of what a relationship is about. You know what I'm saying? That consultation and cooperation between the two people, you know, look, uh, uh, I don't know if you watch movies much. Have you ever, have you ever, did you see Creed? Of course. Okay. So did you, uh, oh, Creed 2, did you see that one as well? No, it's been on my watch list for like a okay, year. Okay, uh, it's it excellent. Out. Creed 2 is better than Creed 1. It's a, Creed 2 is a love story. So wow. anyway, I'll give you a synopsis. The, the, the girl gets pregnant. Uh, uh, Bianca gets pregnant. And they have a baby. They have a baby girl, right? So after the baby's born, uh, Bianca's taking care of the baby. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, Creed, is, Creed is on the mend and like this. And then after a while... 
she goes to him and she says, look, can you watch the baby? You know, I need to get out of the house. And he watched the baby. You know what I'm saying? He takes care of the baby so, she, so that she can go now. You know what I'm saying? This is what couples do. They talk with one another. They consult with one another. They give each other space. They support one another. And you, like that, that's part of it. it like the it. issues come when those things break down. When they stop supporting one another. When they stop consulting with one another. When they stop working as a team. That's when issues arise. You know what I'm saying, Vic? Totally, man. I love this. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of a quote a coach told me 10 years ago, and we we're talking about relationships and stuff. And he was like, you have to, and I think Will, Will Smith has said this too. Um, you have to run your relationship like a business. And, and I want, I want to pick your brain on this, but the reason why I, I thought about that for a second. And then when I first heard it, I was like, run it like a business. Okay. Let me think about this. Then I started thinking about how to, what a business is and how do you run a business and the, the, the energy that has to go into a business. You can't take time off from a business. I mean, you can take a vacation and stuff, but you can't be like, all right, I'm going to not, I'm going to just stop putting energy into this for like two months and then I'll come back and it should be good to, it should be still where it is and I can continue moving forward. Um, you, you take your energy off a of business for two months. You don't have a business anymore. Now, of course, there's some people, some businessmen, people would argue with me on that. I'm like, I get there's other things, but I'm just, just go with me with the analogy and the metaphor. But, you know, you start thinking about it, like there's different aspects of a relationship that you have to put energy into and make sure you're always doing. And with the business, it's the same thing. And what's your opinion on that? Or if you say, nope, I don't agree with that. Here is a different piece of advice. Love to hear it. Um, but I want to pick your brain on this. Okay, well, I wrote, uh, uh, I wrote a blog post about that called uh, uh, Cooperative Consultation, right? There's a, um, there's a country song called uh, You Name the Babies and I'll Name the Dog. Blake Shelton, my, my wife loves that song. Are you so. familiar with this song? Oh, right? she'd be like, when I see, we sing it all the time. And I'm like, remember, I, you name the babies. I'll get to name the dog. Don't forget listen, that. Listen, I wrote, I wrote a whole blog post about that song. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. it's true. Look, you, you have to have, you know, it, it, is, it is not, we don't want to use the word labor because a relationship shouldn't be laborious. But there is work involved, right? There is, but it's pleasurable work, like what me and you do. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is a passion that we have to, uh, to do podcasts, to coach people. It's a passion. So we love to do it. So technically, it's not work. You know what I'm saying? Because we love it so much. Relationship is no different. You know what I'm saying? You know, you love being with your wife. You love her. You've, you, you've grown with her. You've been through things with her. There's a certain affection and closeness that you two share because of what you've experienced and been through. You see? So, but you still have to work to make it better. You have to write script for the podcast. You have to have an opening and a close, you know, for the pop. You can't just come on and just start winging it on the air and just talking about anything. You know, no, there has to be some format and some structure. Relationships no different. It's no different. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just that it's two of you. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me just coming on and, and turning on the microphone and talking. 
You know what I'm saying? It's two people with emotions and feelings and heart and like this. And you have to work with one another in order to make it cohesive and productive and, and make it grow. You know what I'm saying? And I heard somebody saying, uh, yeah, I was listening to this guy read, uh, sing this Ed Sheeran song, right? Thinking Out Loud, right? You familiar with this song? Yes, sir. Yeah. So he was, uh, I think one of the lyrics is that, uh, that they're gonna, that I'm gonna love you until I'm 70. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's not, that, I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. You're not just, you're not just, you, you know, you're not just, uh, taking it easy in that relationship. No, that you're doing some stuff. You know what I'm saying? In order to make your partner happy, in order for your partner to make you happy, there's cooperation there. If you're loving someone until you're 70, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there's a lot of work that's got to go involved it's, to get to that It's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> no, I like that. I think, I think it's, it's, it's one of the things where, you know, um, structure, you got to have that. Like, you know, one of my, I, I've been blessed to have coaches who taught me right off the bat, like, Hey, date night every week. Don't miss it. No matter what mm -hmm. you do, no matter what happens, you don't miss date night. Right. And I, I've heard so many stories where people are like, when they have kids and I mean, I don't have kids yet, but when you have kids, they're like, well, you know, it's the kids and this and that. And my coach, one of my coaches, he has three kids and he's like, I have five babysitters. He's like, the thing is, if one doesn't make it, I got number two. Number two, don't make it. Number three, no. He goes, I make no excuses. He goes, we make sure that we never, ever miss our date nights. And it could be something small, simple, and just, hey, let's just make dinner and let's just sit and watch a show or something. Or you go out to dinner, you know, nowadays a little, a little different, but got to get a little more creative. But it's one of the things where um, you, 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 that's one of the rules that I've learned early on is continue to always date your partner no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent advice. Yeah. What, what kind of structures would you say? I mean, it could be as simple as like, you know, my wife and I sometimes will be like, Hey, you know, she's like on Tuesdays and Fridays, she's like, I'll try to get the dishes as much as I can. I know you're busy doing all your other stuff. Those are my days off, but not really uh, podcasting. And I'm doing uh, my, my telehealth and my other stuff and coaching. And so I'm like, so she's like, I'll take care of on those days. And then on the weekends, you know, we, 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 we work together and be like, Hey, we're going to figure out what needs to be done and let's just hammer it out so that we can relax and enjoy the weekend as much as we possibly can. Like is, what kind of structure can you give to people and relationships that um, can really be some good sound foundational tools that they can use? Okay. Well, that's, that's one of them. You know what I'm saying? You can't uh, stop dating the person that you're with. A lot of times like uh, couples, they throw that out the window because they get, complacent and they think, okay, well, you know, I'm already with this person. We've been together for five years now, you know, we're good. No, that's not the case because you have to continue to grow. So you, you have, to, and you can do it during COVID. You can still do it during COVID. One of the things that I uh, mentioned is that you have a date in the house where uh, let's say two of you, you order, you order a new outfit, you know what I'm saying? You go to, you go to uh, like Sticks Fit, you know, you know, Stitch Fit, it's a, a men's clothing line that you can order stuff and, you know, they send it to you and then whatever you want, you can, you don't want, you can send it back to them, right? 
and she orders a new outfit, right? And let's say you cook something earlier in the evening. You make some spaghetti together earlier in the evening, right? So then you just sit that to the side. Then both of you go, you know, into, you know, separate rooms and you put on your new outfits and you come out and you just have like a candlelight meal, you know, but it's, it's something different because you're wearing something different. You cook the food together. Now you're sitting down and eating together. You let uh, someone watch the kids or, you know, something like that. It's, it's something new and different that you can do in order to spend some quality time with the person that you're with. So this is just like one example that I gave. Uh, I think it was earlier last month. I was on a, another podcast and I gave this particular example. So there are ways to go about it, you know, but the key is what you mentioned is that you and your wife, you talk about these things. You say, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And um, could you do that? You know saying? Did she say, yeah, I'll handle that. You, there's, there's constant communication between the two people about what they need going forward. I love that. And I, and I always tell people too, like, you know, we, we developed that tool. We didn't have it in the beginning. Um, we kind of developed it because when she stepped in to help me out with the business, then uh, we had to develop a communication system at the business. And then we took what we learned from doing it in business and said, why don't we do this at home also? And we started to do that. And it was just interesting how the relationship got stronger and better because uh, one of the biggest things I always say is communication is, is what is the downfall to any relationship. Uh, it could be friends, family, it doesn't matter. And even in, even in, and it's even, and I learned that from a chiropractic side because the miscommunications from the brain and the body is what causes all havoc on the, on one's health. And so it's one of the factors that we look at that I think communication is massively critical. How can people improve their communication? What are some tips and tools if you have to just share of how people can improve it? Okay. Uh, one is a, a, a tip that I call table talk. When two people start to notice that there are things that are lacking in the relationship, they should literally sit down at a table together and just spill it and just start talking about what it is that's going on in the relationship. Sometimes people get reluctant to do that because they don't want to hurt the other person's feeling. They don't want to argue or whatever excuse they come up with not to talk. But it is essential that you do that. There's a, a friend of mine uh, he used to say this, he used to make this statement like all the time. It used to get on my nerves, but it was so true. He said that lack of communication brings about confusion. And it does. If the two people don't talk, then the other person has the right to assume something other than what's going on. So if they're not communicating and telling each other what they need from each other in the relationship, then they, they start making assumptions. Well, maybe he maybe he's having an affair. Is she seeing somebody else? You know what I'm saying? What's going on with him at the office? You know what I'm saying? They, these things naturally come up. We're human beings. You know what I'm saying? We can't fight them off if there's nothing to fight with. So if the people if the two people don't sit down and talk, there's nothing to fight with. Because nobody's letting the other person know what's going on. So you got to sit down 
at the table and say, listen, honey, you know, we used to do this. We used to sit on the couch and cuddle. We don't do that anymore. Could we start doing that again? Like that, and just bring out what it is that you need and want going forward. It doesn't have to be an argument. Everybody, a lot of people think just because a couple starts to talk about things that are not good in a relationship that it automatically has to turn into an argument. No, it doesn't. No, it could be a simple conversation if the two people really want to make the relationship better it's going to be a civil conversation look look sweetie this is what i would like to do going forward i would like to spend more time with you here uh could you could you help me with that could you do this uh is it is it all right that i go here from time Let, you know let's talk about that can we can we go to this place the way we used to just talk don't not talk. That's not good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just sit down at a table. You two sit down. And whoever, oh, you want to go first? Okay, you, you start. And then you say, look, you know, I, you know, we used to go to that restaurant over there on Charles Street, you know what I'm saying, you know, once a month. We don't even do that anymore. Could we start going back to that? I miss that. You know what I'm saying? And then the conversation starts to flow and you can get into other issues that you want to address. I love that. And I love the whole, you know, when there's lack of communication, it creates confusion because what one of the things the mind does is it will fill in blanks. Yes. So if there's blanks to a story, it will fill in its own interpretation of it. And whatever you are and how you are and where your vibration, where your vibe is, your history, your conditioning, your programming, your upbringing, your culture, all that, will, that programming will fill in those blanks of what may be. Exactly. exactly. I, and that's not, that's not what you want. You don't want that. No, no. <laughs> that gets into a deep hole very quick. <laughs> You know, it's one of the things I was thinking about, too, when you were talking about like people who argue and sometimes people like, oh, they argue a lot or they're this and that. And they look at it in a negative way. And uh, in a book I wrote, I talk about how like my wife and I will argue. And, and I always I'm very transparent. I'm like, listen, at the moment of our argument, I'm not excited about it. I'm not saying, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to learn something new that we have to work on in the relationship. Eh, that's not I'm human. Trust me, that's not happening. But there comes a point though where I've learned and I've been told by one of my, again, another great coach shared this piece of advice was talking about how um, collision creates clarity. And I was like, no, you know, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. And he's like, when there's a lack, sometimes you have to collide and bump heads to find that communication. And not that I'm always saying seek an argument, but sometimes if the communication is not there and you're kind of like the more you resist to communicate about the issue, you're creating tension inside yourself. And there's only a matter of time before you're going to explode. Mm. And so that's why sometimes, and from my understandings and my experiences, but more neuro, just from an energy standpoint, a neurological standpoint, is that when you resist, you put more energy in to holding it. And that takes a lot more work than just letting go. Yes. And, and so then all of a sudden there comes a point where someone will just flip. And this is some people have years of crap built into them. Right. And, and then all of a sudden they explode. Right. And sometimes you can look at that explosion and saying, crap, hold on here a minute. Or, you know what, man, they've been holding this on for so long. Let me let me chat about this a little bit. Let me dive deep. Mm -hmm. Let me ask questions. Let me make this not about me because I'm obviously missing something or X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the more you hold that 
that that could get ugly. You know, say that could that could really get ugly if it's um, if it's not handled properly. Uh, and one of the advices that I got uh, recently from a, a psychotherapist, she was saying that you should be careful about using the word you in circumstances like that. You know, say when things have piled up and you're, you're, you're starting to argue about those things. She said that you should um, say something like, um, you know, use the, use the word we a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Use we. Uh, maybe we should work on this. Maybe we should uh, do this together. You know what I'm saying? Use the word we more. You know what I'm saying? Instead of using you, because people will start, the partner will start to look like you're accusing him or her of creating all the problems in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, be, you know, just be, you know, be, be very sparing with the word you in a situation like that, where uh, both of you or one of you have been holding things in for a while and it just, it just starts coming out. You know what I'm saying? So just be careful about that, you know, that particular word in those instances. I think that's so pivotal and critical in so many ways. I mean, some people may look and go, really? But it, it really is because, you know, you're, you, like you just shared, you're pushing the attention away from you, right? Sometimes I've also heard to either we or sometimes you say I, like I feel this way right. about this or I feel that way. Not like you're making me feel this way or you did this and this is why I feel that way. It's more of this is how I feel in this situation. I, I like the we part too because it's very incorporating in everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there are ways to work through these things. It's just a matter of, you know, uh, using the proper tools in order for the, the two people to get back or to enhance the relationship to make it better. Love that. Now, how much is a relationship with another person more about how much the relationship is and the quality of your relationship is with yourself? Um, that's important because in order for a relationship to be really good, and there's a there's an article that a woman wrote uh, named Mary Beth Gronick. I had her on the show, you know, and she is fantastic. She wrote an article. Um, I can't remember the name of the article, but what she was saying in the article is that when a when a man and a woman are fascinated with one another and they both are fascinating, that's two ingredients that make the relationship work. Meaning that the two people, they have lives before they met. They, were, they had lives and missions and, and purpose and goals before they got together. So when they get together, it doesn't change, it only gets better because they both still have purpose and mission and you know they're still striving to improve and get better personally, professionally, spiritually, whatever. They're still on that. It hasn't changed just because they met this person, just because they're with this person now. No, they're still doing that. So when two people take care of themselves, as individuals, right? It is easier for them to support 
and take care of and be there for one another as a couple. Because they they know what, what caring entails. They know that it is important for them, for their happiness as individuals and as a couple. It's important that we take care. I have to take care of myself. And part of my caring for myself now is making sure that you're good. You know what I'm Because if you're good, you know what I'm saying, then we both feel good and it makes the relationship better. So self-care is it's essential for two people to find happiness. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to have a life that is, for lack of a better term, separate from your partner. It doesn't mean that you, you're living some secret life. <laughs> How's it say not, here? Wait a minute. Yeah, that's now. not that's kidding. not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I'm talking about is that you have goals, you have endeavors, you have passions that is separate from what your partner does. You know what I'm saying? Let's say your partner is uh like I'm, you know, I'm a coach and my partner is a painter. She's an artist. You know what I'm saying? This is this is something that she finds joy in that has nothing to do with me. I don't have anything to do with that. That's her thing. You know what I'm saying? So this is you have to have things that are yours that make you happy, that give you certain fulfillment that has nothing to do with the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just spending time with your family, with your mother, with your siblings, you have that. You know what I'm saying? You had it before you met me. You know what I'm saying? So it only enhances the relationship. It makes it better. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't take away from the relationship. Totally agree with that. I like that. And uh, I think it's critical. A lot of great stuff in there. And how is it that where, um, and we kind of talked about this already. Uh, I just, we didn't put a term on it, but it's, you know, when it comes to like self-responsibility, in a relationship, right? Like when it comes to like, let's say we did something we kind of, we, we did talk about this. It's just looking at it from that perspective of like where I may have messed up, right? I may have X, Y, Z, or I own this or, Hey honey, I told you I was going to do this and I forgot, or I said I was going to do that. I don't even remember. Um, things along those natures those that can, you know, I think one, like, for example, well, no, this is a different story. So something like that, how, how does that, how can you utilize that a little bit more that helps enhance the relationship? Okay. If, if, um, a person in a relationship makes a mistake, right. And again, I just, I just wrote a blog about this. I just wrote it like two weeks ago. Um, matter of fact, it was a week ago. You should not have a problem apologizing to the other person because you it shouldn't be it shouldn't be about ego and being right it should be about making the relationship better so if i do something wrong if i'm like you know late all the time or i uh said something that i shouldn't have said in an argument i i shouldn't have a problem going to my wife and saying look i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that you know so i was wrong you know what I'm saying? This, this is what's wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. This is 
not only does it help mend whatever took place that, that caused a little tension, it also helps the other person respect you more because they say, okay, well, you know, my, you know, my husband doesn't have a problem admitting when he's wrong. You know what I'm saying? It, this is this is a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, women, uh, we're a little like um, we're different than they are. You know, we and we talk differently with the guys than they do with their girlfriends. This is something that women would literally brag about with their girlfriends. They would they would do that. They would say, "Look, you know, I had an argument with uh, Lewis the other night." And he just came and apologized to me, you know, and said that he was like totally wrong. This women, <laughs> now, look, now look, I'm saying, you know, this it's a thing, but they're not doing it to uh, to embarrass the husband. They're not doing it to embarrass the husband. They're doing it to show that he respects me. He respects me enough to admit that he was wrong in that area. That's why they're doing it. They're not doing it to embarrass the husband. No, they're doing it to let their girlfriends know, no, I have a man who respects me. You see? Love that. Yeah. That's solid stuff there. What are other tips you have relationship-wise for, for women and how to, in, in, in a relationship, to help and deepen their relationship and so forth? Okay, now I got I got it. I got a little some comments about this before, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna have to explain this. One of the things that is different between men and women is that men are more visual. We like visual stimulation more than women do. Women like it. Let's not let's not fool ourselves. They like it but they don't like it as much as we do. So one of the things that, and I wrote, I wrote something about this as well, an article where I was talking about uh, how to teach a man how to treat you, right? And one of the things that I mentioned is the woman changing her appearance visually, meaning doing something different with her hair, wearing different outfits around the house, like pajamas and things like that, right? Because it will become a means of conversation. He will, he'll, he'll ask her about that. He'll say, uh, did you do something different with your hair? He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, did you, what'd you do with your hair? I mean, what's this thing you got going on with your hair? You know, uh, you know, did you have your girlfriend do it? And it's a, it's a means of, it's a teaching moment for her now. You understand what I'm saying? It, it is a means for her to say, yeah, you know, I did, I did it for you because I wanted to talk to you about so-and-so, you know, and I think that maybe we should start doing so-and-so or maybe, uh, maybe you can help me with this. It's a means of her opening a door to better communication, more effective communication, saying things that may be, that maybe if she said it under a different circumstance, he would take it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? But because he asked about her 
change in appearance, the, the door is open now. So now she says, yeah, you know, well, I did it for you because, you know, I want, I want us to grow together and, you know, and be a better couple. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, speaking of that, you know, maybe we should do this more. Maybe we should try that. You, you see what I'm going with it? Totally. Because men, we are naturally more visual. So she, she can, and use is not a good word here, but you understand where I'm coming from, right? Totally. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I like that. That's a good. That's a good tip there. I like that. And yeah, I mean, just you know, men are, and women are for majority. Even our brains are wired differently. Mm-hmm. To where I used to joke around. And I talk about how um, men we can just be like, "Hey, this is where I'm at." You know, we're very more vocal. We can express what we feel. Uh, we, we can put words to our emotions. Women aren't, they're more non-vocal where they get emotional and then they speak, but the words are not connecting how they speak because a man, we listen and we go, the woman will share something and the man's like, okay, so you, this is how you're feeling. You mean this, these words right here, what you're saying, this is it. And they're like, no, that's not what I mean. But you just said these words and I'm rephrasing back to you. And so it's interesting how from a brain perspective, one of my mentors who's an amazing uh, chiropractic neurologist, he, he always talks about like from a brain side of you, we shouldn't get along. <laughs> like it's, impo- it's almost impossible, but yet we do. And there's just, right. they'll talk about ways of how we can. Yeah. I love how you brought up the whole men are visual. We are. We're, we're very easy more on the visual side. And, and women, not saying they're not visual, but they, uh, it, they're a little bit, they have a little bit of different what values and what they pay, focus on more. Yeah, they've done studies on this in colleges, Harvard and, you know, Yale, you know, and they put, uh, they put these things on the, the heads of the, the women and the men, and they show them pictures, and they monitor the brain activity of both sexes and see how they respond to the visuals that they're seeing. And it's, it's just overwhelming that the men respond differently to pictures of women than women do to pictures of men. You know what I'm saying? And they say that the, the men, they'll stay there for a while, like on the, on the sexual side. They start thinking about this, the sexual part of their brain is you know, just stays, it stays in that spot for a long period of time where the women, they move on. They look at the man and they say, oh, you know, he's sexy, he's attractive. And then they start thinking about more important matters. Would he be a good husband? Would he be a good father? You know what I'm saying? They move on to more substance. It's just, it's just the way it is. (laughs) It's the way it is. (laughs) That's truth right there. And I agree. I mean, it's one of the things that, you know, I think I may have seen that study, but it's interesting how um, that's just how they are. And yes, women, again, the other thing too about that, why do men stick to one and it gets focus there is just how our brains wire we have one connection from one side of our brain to the other right women have around seven to eight and so that's why they can look at a man and go all right that's one part i see sexually you know they look physically attractive or they're very good looking or good bod whatever then they'll go all right but now here are six other things that they have to hit the hit the box on it's a thing man it's a thing yeah, us males, we're just like, wow, yeah. You're like, hey, what about this? Think about this stuff. I don't care about that right now. This That's, is just all I'm focusing on at the moment. That's right. It takes us a while. It takes us a little bit longer to get to the matters of substance. 
we get to them, you know what I'm saying? Because um, when you spend more time with a woman and you get to know her and you, you get to respect her values and the way that she respects herself and her connection to uh, her family or whatever that might be and her passions and her, you know, her drive and ambition, then we start to feel things, you know what I'm saying, for this woman beyond the physical. It's like, she's, uh, she's a keeper. You know what I'm saying? We could, you know, we could build something with her, but it takes us more time to get to that point than it does with women. They start thinking about those things uh, quicker than we do. So true. So true on so many levels. I love this. This is awesome. So real quick, we got a couple, couple more minutes here and I wanted to uh, make sure that I, you know, people, this has been a great dialogue back and forth and I want to be able to make sure people can connect with you and be able to reach you. I know you have a podcast, you got your blog that you do, um, social media wise, all those things. How can people reach out, find out what you're up to, what you're doing and get connected with you? Okay, first you could go to the website. You can go to lewismorriscoaching.com. That's L-O-U-I-S-M-O-R-R-I-S.com. And, you know, you got everything that you have to cope, the revitalized relationship package there, the spiritual growth package. You got the podcast, the blog, all of that is on the website. Also, you can uh, get in touch with me and DM me and whatever I like, you know, communicating with people on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Lewis Morris Coaching. That's at Lewis Morris Coaching on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, like that. And I, you know, I love communicating with people online. You know, so I don't know why uh, people uh, don't communicate back. It is so easy these days to just type something in to, you know, send somebody a note and I love doing it. So, you know, when people send me DMS, I, I respond. So those are the, those are basically the two ways, you know, that you can get in touch through the website, lewismorriscoaching.com and at Lewis Morris coaching on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. And I really appreciate you having me on doc. I really do. Lewis, this was a lot of fun. And yeah, I don't know why people don't DM people when they DM them. Like they're too busy to DM somebody. Um, yeah, it, I like, it takes a minute. It, it just takes a minute. It does. And it's like that one minute at a time. I know, I, you know, I, you take that moment and then people like greatly appreciate that. I still have some people reaching back when I wrote my first book and they were like, you still, I, I still remember the day when you wrote back to me, I couldn't believe you did. And I was like, well, what am I, I'm human. I mean, I'm, I'm here to connect. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve as much as I can. This is my passion. I love doing this. So it's fascinating how some people just don't. Mm, yeah, I don't get it. Well, brother, this has been such an amazing time and pleasure. Uh, I love the work you're doing. I appreciate you taking the time to share some wonderful knowledge that you dropped on relationships here with the listeners at the Mindful Experiment. Um, keep up the great work you're doing. We know there's a lot of work that people need to do in relationships. I know that my I learned over a period of time that the, the relationship at home is the most important one that you have to have because that strengthens the bond for the relationship with everything else. And when my relationship at home isn't solid, it just messes with everything else in my life. So that's why I appreciate people like you getting out there and helping people with all this. Thanks, Doc. I really appreciate you having me on, man. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit 
www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.